yo, what's up, yo? It's the real thing representing the Wu-Tang Clan. I want to put y'all on to the most death-defying, bone-shattering, skull-cracking, chest-pounding, neck-cracking martial artists of all times, yo. Check out my man, Tony Jaw. The movie is called Unk Bob, number one martial art film of this year. Hey, yo, take a look at this. Island. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Time for you to leave. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we pump up the volume along with the tempo. We're going to have a good little bit. We're going to go to your lap. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm Sam. Thanks for joining us. Nathan, hello. How are you? I'm good, Sam. I'm good. That's good. Scott? Hi. How are you? Good. Thank you, Scott. Rachel, how are you? I'm eating an ice cream. Yes, you are. So she's default good. (laughs) Can anyone be unhappy eating an ice cream? Yes. Don't challenge them. Crying and eating an ice cream, maybe? I've definitely been sad and you, you really? know, eating ice cream. Oh. Sometimes you eat ice cream because you're sad. Mm. <laughs> okay, maybe I asked the wrong question. But but just because your 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 initial sadness is really sad, the ice cream might not make you happy, but the ice cream does make you happy. Uh, uh, yeah. Just imagine you when you're a kid and you fell over and then your parents bought you an ice cream. Yeah. So you're not shut you up. You're not happy. You're like, shut the fuck up, eat nice You're cream. just trying to distract yourself from the pain of existence. You're sad. Because you got a sore knee. So it replace that with like video games, TV shows, yeah, yeah. Plus, existence. Life. Yeah. And the universe. Just holding up that existential dread. <laughs> Ice cream. It's a wonder. It's a wonder drug. Just like the people in this movie today, holding up the existential dread with the Buddha's head. <laughs> By taking and drugs. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into tonight's movie, uh, there's some belated birthday. That's what we have to do. So, Nathan from last year. <laughs> uh, Christian from recent times. Yeah, we really haven't had... Sam from recent times. And by the time this goes up, maybe Michael? I don't know. It should go before. Alright, happy birthday everybody. Yeah. And then yeah. yours. And then me. Yes, well, yeah, we haven't haven't actually caught up with you since pre-Christmas, right, Scott? Mm-hmm. Rachel? Mm-hmm. I've seen you guys. Yeah, you were busy. Everybody was busy. Yeah. You weren't here for our 100th episode. Which wasn't really the 100th episode. Yeah, well, it kind of was, but it is... Well, we lost a couple of technical issues, so yes. It was Canonically. Yeah. Yes. You were, you were very much missed. Oh. Asian Action Stop Cast it. does it. not exist without you guys. Stop it. <laughs> Moment of silence. Pour one out for everybody's birthday. We got yeah. the best gear here, so you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you have the proper shit. Yeah, without you guys, we're recording on potatoes. Yeah. Hopefully not for much longer, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. What's happening? No, we won't say it just yet because yeah. it's a secret. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's, no, it's, no, it's no huge. We just did another outlay of expenses. So yeah. yeah. You're going to have incredible new sound. Oh, God. Don't yeah. Put that incredible. New sound. New everything. It's 3D hi fi. Yeah. You'll be able to smell us. <laughs> In Dolby. Taste us. THQ. Whoa. I love that. I love that. I probably do record a bunch of stuff, but before I put it up, I always like. Yeah, we're gonna mid bit rate this to keep the fucking <laughs> kilobits down, and we're gonna mono it. Oh, that's right. We we record an amazing quality, but to bring it to you, we shave all of that shit off. 
But yeah, people don't really give a shit about Apple Cards, mate. Just want to hear about the movies. That's right. The Asian Ash Cast. What do we do here? Uh, we uh, I don't know. We come up with a new format every <laughs> couple do. of months. Yeah, we do. We watch a film and we we come up with like new segments that we think are cool yeah. and we talk about. We it. haven't actually got discussed to do one of these new ones. Oh yeah, well, it's very similar to the other one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the movie we watched anyway? We watched Ong Bak. 2003's Thai heavy hitter bringing back like kickboxing to like the global stage, I guess. I actually want to say that this marked a resurgence in what I consider old-school Hong Kong action cinema, being that stuntmen can endanger their lives with abandon without having to worry about insurance and having just people do cool stunts with not really much story and not being overshadowed by communist China. What's weird, though, is you say that, and I think the same thing, but then I think to myself, it was made in 2003, it wasn't that big of a gap, maybe five years. Like, 1998, that was still... Like, you know, the 90s movies we watch aren't, like, just CG shit fests. No, 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 but they ended then. Like, they stopped... There was a gap between, like, the late 90s, and then I don't know whether people were... So, I'm just saying that that's actually not much of a gap. Like, whole computer console generations can go by now. Like, ten years can go that's, by, and I'm just like, wow, oh, that was just, like, two days ago. Yeah, but in, in Hong Kong, they release like 20 films a year. Yeah. And then there's kind of a lapse. And you know why? Partly it's because you've got people like uh, like Jackie Chan and Jet Li breaking into the overseas markets, the American markets, mm-hmm. and they're not making the same kind of Hong no, Kong no, films. No, no, no. Definitely no. not. So I chose this film, and um, I remember when it came out, a guy I was working with was like, he's like, oh man, this movie's great. It's so crazy. And he was like, Tony Jaa's going to be the next Bruce Lee, the new Jackie Chan, and all that. And uh, I mean, that's debatable, but he's a big star. And I've got some trivia here if you want to debate, yeah, go back and pull for some trivia. Yeah. Elbow it into my head, Scott. This oh, trivia. Sorry, my funny bone. Oh. <laughs> so this came out in 2003. It was Ong Bak Muay Thai Warrior, also called uh, Thai Fist in some areas, also called Enter the New Dragon. Enter the New Dragon. Which I think is a great uh, <laughs> they're really They're really pushing it, huh? They're like, this is our chance. So this is directed by uh, Pracha Pinkar. Pritch, Pritch, I'll allow it, yes. Um, <laughs> who did Chocolate, which uh, if you look at the Asian Aki cast, I yes. Yes. So box office was roughly about 20 million, I think. But I'm getting some mixed reports on that one, like certain areas. Like, I guess that's an overall box office, about 20 million. And it was made on a budget about 1 million, so pretty good effort. It's great. Um, Tony Jaa sort of did this with the director. I believe his, um, his reasoning was to promote sort of this martial arts called uh, Moi Boran, which is like a Muay Thai variant. Um, some versions are edited. There's, there's different... <laughs> no, Moi Boran technically is a precursor to Muay Thai. Oh, it's that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We need more Muay Violent. So. Yes. We've got the good stuff. Uh, Tony Jaa, if you don't know, he's been sort of working in movies since about 1994 as a stunt double and all that. He was uh, in movies such as Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And Furious 7. Do you know what he was doing in Mortal Kombat Annihilation? No idea. He uh, he was a stunt double for Robin Shu, who was Liu Kang in that film. Ah, oh, there you go. But the size difference I would have thought would have given it away, because Tony Jaa is he's pretty a lithe character, and Robin Shu is kind of like a bit chunkier. So this is, now, is there any actual live-action people in that movie? Isn't that just a bunch of CG garbage <laughs> thrown at a screen? So this is his breakthrough film. He's done about 25 films. Christopher Lambert. 
since then. <laughs> Lambert. Lambert. But um, I guess he's, he's a big star and all that, but he hasn't really. He's more like a cult star, maybe. I feel like he could have he could have had it by the balls, like he really could have done it, but then he fell the fuck off somewhere. Like so, I, don't, I don't I don't know where this all this like hate is coming from because every I time mean, I, hate, I love him. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. But like when, when I think of Tony Jaa, and this is echoed in uh, like Instagram and popular media, when you talk about martial arts movie like icons, he's up there. He, he gets mentioned with people like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Bruce Lee. Like you mentioned Scott Adkins. Adkins doesn't get mentioned in that conversation. Yeah, no, but that's the kind of movies he's in. Jaa or Adkins? Jaa. That's, the, he's, that's where he's built. Yeah. He's not a movie star. No, oh, no, no, I agree with you. That's there. what I mean. He could have been. He could have. He's like, he didn't, he just didn't he, make it. He's a star, though. He is a star. No, no doubt. Um, I think with Tony Jaa, he doesn't have the same, um, you know, like you got people like uh, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, um, and to a lesser extent, Jet Li, I'll include in that. But Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee were kind of pioneers where they, they called the shots and they developed their own films and their own style, so their voice actually comes through quite loudly and they get known for that and I think to an extent Jet Li gets recognized because he is a great martial artist but the films that I remember him for like he wasn't the creative mind behind them he was just no. able to do them no no he was just an actor yeah and so was the Tony Jones his art films are probably the things he's most well known for right? yeah right yeah once upon a time China yeah. isn't mm. I'm going to throw out a statement and agree or disagree uh, if Tony Jaa made this film post 2003 he might not be the big star he's yeah. It came out of, he, he, that's what I'm saying, if he had been able to capitalise at the time, he would be huge, because that movie was like a breath of fresh air, yes. but he didn't. I mean, who knows, in, in Thailand and the surrounding areas, he's probably like super famous and all that, but he didn't quite get, I mean, he's still chipping away making movies, but he didn't quite. I think Sam has the point, because the, these guys like, you know, like Donnie for God's sake or whatever, Jackie, they, they made their own niche domestically before they branched out into other things, but then they always still come back to the same domestic market in a way. Whereas Thailand Thai, maybe not, doesn't yeah, have any doesn't have market. Market. I don't know. I really don't know, but yeah. Mm. It just seems to take a like bit part, not bit parts, but parts in like, you know, uh, Indonesian movies, American movies. Mm. So he, he's only, he's not out of his depth, but he's working Has, in that studio system. English? I don't know. Yeah, is no, that, he speaks English okay. Yeah. Not, okay. not great. Well, then why the fuck is he in my Marvel movies, for God's sake? <laughs> He can, play, he, he can might, play some guy in a Marvel movie. I bet he probably is in a Marvel movie. He's probably in Shang-Chi. The new ones that are coming out. Yeah, that are coming, coming out. out. Come yeah, on. he's Asian. He fits the criteria <laughs> to be in a movie about Asian people. So the other Asian bit of trivia I had was uh, apparently he did a stunt double for Samo Hung when Samo was filming commercial in Thailand for some energy drink. I looked all up and down for this commercial. Can't find it. He had to get stung by a million bees. Well, apparently, like, uh, there's a scene where he grabs the elephant's tusks and does a flip on the elephant. And I've seen a still of someone doing that. I don't know if that's the commercial, though. Oh, I know, I know that. search in, in Thai and see if you can find something instead of English. Well, I, yeah, I, I dug around for it for a couple of hours and I couldn't just get down. <laughs> Tony Jaa, I know, owns uh, at least a couple of elephants. And no doubt the stunts were probably him performing himself, if not on his own elephant. Does anyone remember that dumb Australian movie with Tony Jaa? Well, I know, like, Tony Jaa's a star... And essentially, the last 10 minutes is him just breaking people's arms and legs. Yeah, that was Tom Young Goon. That was shot in Sydney, I think. Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they 
Elephants? It's a whole movie of him running into rooms going, where's my elephant? Yeah. 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 Where's my elephant? Yeah, I think, he, I, think, I think that was a bad choice on his part. That's my point. No, like, that was right. a bad movie. He shouldn't have done it. It was bad. It was tired made though, but... He loves his elephant. That was also directed by Pracha Prinkar, who I think is actually the creative genius behind Ong Bak and a lot of films. And then they had a falling out, and that's why he made Chocolate with an Unknown Star. But going back to Tom Young Goon, there is actually a great sequence in there where they shoot a one-take action sequence, and it goes up a spiral yeah, building. Yeah, it's not very good, though. No, but it was the first of its kind. And they, from that, it stamped all those Marvel hallway scenes that you see, where they try to shoot like a one-take. What about so, Old Boy? Hey? I'm pretty sure that was before Old Boy. When was Old Boy then? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Well, shut up, man. Just question You got to look it up. Yeah. yeah. You guys have all got phones in front of yeah. you. This is, I'm just here to throw hand grenades into your conversation. My oh. phone's looking at other stuff. <laughs> Pornography. I have some. Uh, have you got any more trivia, Scott? Uh, he's, got, he's got a fucking bind as a trivia. <laughs> no, there's a couple of edited versions. So certain versions take out, um, like the, there's a subplot with um, the sister, Nick. Oh, oh, they just ruined that entirely. Uh, they, I think they just downplayed a bit more, and the, the music's been in. So some versions have a bit more hip hop, some versions have got more Thai rock, some have got more orchestral stuff. So depends. There's like a couple of minutes difference here and there, either way. And I think they cut out the the bone break at the end, which is like, oh, that's the best uh, part. Yeah. Ooh, I like watching a movie when I go ooh. That would hurt. Ooh. Um. I just wanted to shout out to, to Tony Jaa for representing Cambodian people. He's Cambodian. He's historically Cambodian. Well done. <laughs> yeah, hist- well, <laughs> historically. <laughs> Is that the right word? G- genetically, historically, uh, ancestrally. Ancestrally is a good word. Um, and one thing that I like to look at is what films were around at the time. Does anyone have a hazard a guess at what the top box office film was in, in 2003? In the world. 2003. 2003. I'm going to go with uh, Lord of the Rings movie. Fucking close. Was it Harry Potter? Fucking close. No, it wasn't Harry Potter. Uh, Lord of the Rings in the uh, Western market was actually up there, but number one was Finding Nemo. (laughs) Yeah, globally, Finding Nemo. Lord of the Rings was, sorry, when I say domestic, I mean the American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So Lord of the Rings was uh, Return of the King. That's when Return of the King was. Number four, Finding Nemo. And I always like to see what was on in Hong Kong. Top Hong Kong film. They don't have a fucking box office because apparently communism doesn't like box offices. <laughs> but films that came out in Hong Kong, Jackie Chan, Shanghai Nights, The Medallion. What? Yeah, yeah. It was also That's the same. Like a Hong Kong. Anyway. No, well, no, I know. Yeah, Shanghai Nights. Yeah, it's being facetious. It was the year. It was the year of Infernal Affairs. I was thinking more like one of the Matrix sequels or one of the first Fast and Furious movies that would come out. No, it was in the dead spot. No, actually, you're absolutely right, Scott. Do you know the domestic box office? Number two was Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Matrix Reloaded was number three. That wasn't far off. Yeah, not far off. I thought that came out the year after. Well, yeah. So that's roughly an idea of what's going on around the world. And so Ong Bak, (laughs) I had a look at the Thai box office. Ong Bak doesn't even register in the the top 50 films in Thailand. You know what the top film was in the Thai box office? Finding Nemo? Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yeah. Because Thai people love hobbits. Fucking love hobbits. Awesome. Makes them look big. What's not to love? They're so furry. (laughs) Furry feet. Faraway land that's different climate. Yeah. And all the food you could want. Thai people watching this going, there's food. They have second breakfast? (laughs) Abundance of food. So yeah, that's, uh, I think, that probably round up the trivia that I have. Does anyone else have anything? I got absolutely nothing. 
when I saw the back of that uh, magazine that you're reading this, Scott, I saw like two uh, undressed people, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> is that a ooh la la?" It's a, it's a notebook. Ooh la la! Oh, is it a notebook? It's from my notes, sir. Oh no way! And uh, who's on the cover of the notebook? That is Antonio Inoki and Masa Saito from uh, from Rustics. It's Fighting Spirit, Antonio Inoki. Damn! Look at that chin. That's incredible. See his what, chin what on What does the thing? caption say? King of sports. Is he no, is, is the powerful double L big scale wrestler? <laughs> is he the guy that um, he's on YouTube in that famous shoot match with um, that big fat American guy? Yes. Yeah, he is. Fuck that guy's a legend. Great Antonio. Yes. What's his name? Antonio Anoki. Antonio Anoki. That's like the mushroom. I love that. Anoki mushrooms are delicious. <laughs> Anyway, his chin is. His wow, we're getting distracted. We are getting distracted. So, uh, pitch this movie slash oh, yes. describe this movie in one sentence. Yes. You want to start? No, you can go first. Okay. All right. I'll pitch this film. I'll pitch this film. All right. So, I know you guys all want an action film. We haven't had one in a while. You know, Jackie Chan is off in America doing his American thing. But I tell you what, movies that cost no money. How about that, huh? We're going to make a movie for nothing? Okay, we're going to go to Thailand. There's no regulations there. Stuntmen would just work for like two bucks. Man, I remember the box of sermons. Those guys just kept eating stuff and throwing out. We gave them nothing. You do Except whatever you want. Do whatever you want. We got this young guy, Tony, his name is. I don't know what his real name is, but we're just going to call him Tony because that's easy to pronounce. Okay. He can do moves. He can spin. He can flip. He can do all sorts of shit. Can he look like he's using way too much energy while he's doing a very, oh. very simple kick? Very, he, he does flips just to go to the toilet. Oh my Can't God. Flips. <laughs> it's incredible. I'm amazed. I watch him every day and I just think this but, is But can I ask you, can we get in? The puritanical religious people to see our film. Yes, with puritanical drugs. Okay. I don't I know what puritanical awesome. means, but it sounds cool. All right. There you go. And we're going to call it something cool, something Thai. Ongba. <laughs> That's my pitch. No. Uh, I'll do it in one sentence. Real basic action film. <laughs> <laughs> You mean like Commando? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> replace daughter with child and replace missile launcher with twisty kick knee. <laughs> Just change the verbs. Yeah. The nouns, actually. All right, we're good. We're yeah, good. That's all I got. Rachel. Dano, Thai pride, even though you were saying that Cambodian, but yes. Oh, no, he speaks Thai. He's yeah. Good. It's okay. Thai people can claim them, like Russell In Glow. general, the, the, the tone Glow. of the movie is very much kind of pride in their traditions. Personal question. If you were to become a famous movie actor, right, could Thailand claim you? Uh, yeah, why not? I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. I was there for a little bit. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can pronounce some of the names. Well, I've been there for a little bit. They even claim me. <laughs> yeah, get a tan. Yeah, see if you stand in the fight scenes. Fuck boy toy! Actually, what I want to do is get everybody to say that line because it's the best line. Fuck boy toy! Fuck boy toy! Come over here, I couldn't even understand him. Yeah, it's like a really thick ocker accent, isn't it? Right. It's like the dude was playing it up. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Rachel. What? You gotta say fuck boy toy. Fuck boy toy. Yeah, like like the dude. Yeah. I don't know. I need to put a, like a really bad wig first. Yeah, go on. Okay, there. You can and a wallet chain. A wallet chain. Do I have to do it? Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, imagine there's a, like a little Thai guy in front of you beating the shit out. What? Fuck Muay Thai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty good. All right, Scott, come on. Fuck Muay Thai. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Great. I haven't done my pitch yet. Oh, yeah. Gone. Yeah. Kids, don't do drugs. Here's a Street Fighter tournament. <laughs> and That's, then at the end, do drugs. And the village is saved. <laughs> this, this is a very anti-drug thing. Except for the fact that it's not. Yeah. And well, until he takes drugs himself. But they're okay. They're What's like those anti-tats? Anti-tats? Yeah, yeah. everyone who has a tat gets punched in the face. Enough. Really? I didn't even think of that. Every single bad guy's got fucking bad tats. Oh. Whether they're fake or real, I don't know. So well, where are you going to get your things. coffee from? <laughs> you get coffee? Right. It's bullshit. It's a guy with the suspenders instead. <laughs> and a you know, we're at a cafe this morning and we got a bit too much food and the guy comes and goes, <laughs> bit too much for you, huh? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> mate. You're offended. I'm just like, that's cute. Because <laughs> you want to go, well, fuck you, bring me more. <laughs> <laughs> a bit too much for you, eh? Fuck Muay Thai. Fuck your cafe. <laughs> that's great. I guess you never want my business again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just flip the table. That's so funny. Mess up room and kids me on my back. <laughs> so Ong Bak, Ong Bak, we're going to talk about Tony Jaa's breakout role as a Thai warrior. Ting. Ting. Which is, uh, I, I wonder if they name him that like purposely the juxtaposition like a, you know, like a harmless kind of like peasant dude. Well, he's portrayed as this peasant orphan, like all the cliches, I love it. It's like, it like he's an orphan, he's, a, he's lived in the village, the poor peasant. It's like, oh man. Yeah. He's like a death machine, but he... He's, he, he's not just a poor peasant, peasant though. He comes from a village from literally the 16th century. Like it's time travel. Like when the car rocks up, it's like this, what is that? <laughs> they have pennies. No one knows what money is. I don't know what's going on. They're trading in corn and barley. That's <laughs> what they're trading in. And it's pretty good open though, because I remember when I first saw this film and it had the opening scene, there's a big tree, a big fuck off tree, and there's a group of like... A bunion tree? A what? A bunion tree? A bunion tree. Bunion. 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 I don't know what that is. Apparently. I don't know. It's, it's got branches and leaves. No, but I think it's I think it's a religious symbol as well. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. There you go. Like my cursory knowledge of Buddhism. I think it's a tree. It's a tree <laughs> with branches and leaves. Fine, fine. There's like I'm twenty guys, and they're all like they're all done up in mud, like you know that movie Apocalypse. I just thought that's how they dressed. Oh, you can tell they're peasants because they're covered in shit. This. <laughs> 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 I didn't know, they didn't actually He's confused when he goes to that guy's house and goes, go have a shower. He's like, shower? Shower. He starts throwing water on his face <laughs> from the sink. It's a little bit like that bit in uh, Iceman Cometh. Oh, yeah. He's if he found a toilet, toilet in there, he would have fucking drank from the toilet. He's a peasant. They set that up. Yeah, but a peasant from the ancient ages. I don't, I don't know what this r- ritual is. They've got a flag at the top of this tree that about 20 guys have to go and grab the flag. And it's well within your rights to go and push another dude off. Oh, he fucking kicks people off of it. Oh, people that stuntmen are doing like rolls off branches and landing on like hard dirt. And it's not like a good funny, ha ha ha, we're having the town, you know, local town custom. It's like they're beating the shit over each other and, and potentially breaking bones to get this flag. Yeah. For the, what? Because Sam, you were saying it's like the village uh, custom, like a... You're saying like in a Jackie Chan movie where they're trying to get the bun from the top of the yeah, scaffolding, like the dragon bun, lord, yeah, bun fight. Yeah, it's very very similar to that, and it's played dramatically because it's got that dramatic music in the background. Yeah, it doesn't have that regular drum and bass like the rest of this fucking film. Has. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tense. Like, yeah, and people like there's a stunt guy who like falls and lands on two branches. Yeah, on the way it happens down. a lot. There's bits where people get pushed, thrown. You see people's asses. Oh yeah, somebody's grabbing somebody's pants. Um, actually, it's more like a loincloth, I think, because they're all wearing kind of loose loincloths because mm. it's religious. I assume that at the end of it, 
whoever has the thing is either granted good luck or the ability to drink water. <laughs> yeah, you get clean water. That's what you get. One of the two, I'm not sure which. Or alternatively, it was him who was going to become the monk, right? It's like, he's going to be a monk now. Oh, he's on the way to being a monk? That's right. And that's what happens at the end of the film, too. He's getting like, his monk. He's starting the initiation to be a monk. Uh, but my uh, my thought was, maybe that's what you get. If you get, like, that's the highest honor you can get in this fucking village is you get to be a monk. You won the thing, now you're the monk. Now you don't ever get to have any sex, and you get to live like a pauper forever. But at least you get some water. But they're well respected in that village. Though. Yes. So, yes, very well respected. Yeah. But you have to put up with that old lady shit. Oh man, that old lady was giving that everybody hard time. Oh, can you imagine? I don't know how to fix my DVD. Oh, <laughs> fake. I lost the password. <laughs> oh man. Uh, turn it off, turn it off. It's a password, one with a capital P. <laughs> I never really thought about that, but like, in these like developing nations, everybody's got a phone now, right? But everybody's grandparents totally missed the generation of where they would have been out of had. Like, imagine having to deal with everybody's phone. You're the one teenager in a village full of those ladies. Kids in India must be having a shit time right now. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All ladies just fainting all over the place. Oh. They're just giving pieces of like wood with pictures <laughs> painted on them. Here's your iPhone. <laughs> Press this button. It's not doing anything. Oh, it is. Just keep doing it. Just do it. Yeah, give me 50 bucks. <laughs> so they set up, and the way that they show that Tony Jar is a badass is because he's doing his like kickboxing and he's calling out the words Carter. yeah yeah you know like uh, flying elbow of death your knee of destruction anyone else want to I think they're actually the opposite name? of that I think they're more like spiritual names I think it's like flying chicken chest <laughs> <laughs> flying chicken chest <laughs> that shit off. Uh, cut off chicken butt in your mouth <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, let's make up our own fucking kickboxing move alright right. divine divine elbow like penetrator <laughs> Divine elbow penetrator. <laughs> Ultimate gumboot kick. Uh, yeah, alright, yeah, that's a projectile weapon too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Buddha's golden tears. Buddha's golden tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about athlete's foot toe massage? <laughs> <laughs> Tinny a crack. Yeah. Oh, no, let's just move on. That's so he's got his shirt off immediately, so how fit is uh, Tony Jaa? Tony Jaa is 2000s fit. He's got well defined abs. He's, he's probably he's a actually, man of the age. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he can't be too big, right? Because they don't have all of that food. There's not enough protein. So he's been raised on kind of like vegan fare because they're probably not allowed to eat meat. Um, so he looks lean and lithe and fit. He's got enough size in the chest which suggests that he was either born genetically predisposed to have a bigger chest or he's been doing a lot of push-ups. Because I imagine he would do calisthenics as opposed to weights because, I don't know, I, I just assume doing weights is against Buddhism. Body resistance uh, exercise. Yeah, that's right. Isometrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isometrics. Oh, you can do plyometrics as well. That's movement dynamics. So he's no Bolo Young. No, 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 no. He's, Bolo Young has been eating small children have for seen, many years. Have you seen Bolo Young <laughs> doing flips? <laughs> Does he? Can he do a flip? I don't know. He can barely cross his arms. Like <laughs> yes. He's like that guy that's eating soup. He can't reach his mouth with a spoon. <laughs> like a T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I just keep thinking of his children's Instagram accounts because they're body, at least two of them are bodybuilders as well. Oh. What are their names? Solo and Colo? <laughs> Something, yo. <laughs> Solo, yo. No, no, there's only one. His name is Yolo. <laughs> Yolo! <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the, the main players are <laughs> Tony Jar is obviously the hero, but uh, the main character of the film is a guy called Don. 
and he's introduced in the film as like he's a, the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, the star. The star <laughs> of the film. John. Piece of shit. I would say George is the star of the film. Yeah, George is. Yeah, it's co-star. Co-star. But before we get to Don, we have to get the, the big, big uh, Mulligan McGuffin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I keep saying, getting mixed up. Mulligan's yeah, Mulligan. golf, right? Yeah. No, no, he's introduced in the right. Oh, he's pretty sharp. We, we get introduced. Oh no, you're right. Sorry. Okay. We get introduced to Don, and he's like, "I want to buy this necklace or some shit from this dude." Amulet. Amulet. What's the difference between an amulet and a necklace? The amulet's the thing that hangs on a necklace. Amulet has special power. Is that really the only difference? I don't know. So Don is played by a guy called Wanakit Sirupup. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And he's the greasiest, slimiest. <laughs> he's, he's great. He's in over his head, but also seems to relish being in over yeah. his head. He loves it. He also seems to control an army of tuk-tuk drivers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not exactly sure why. Such a skis bag. He's there to make money. Can't buy the amulet, so he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna take the head of this goddamn Buddha statue." I did, I did like the uh, the old man saying, "Like, I don't have a phone. I'm not calling." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I ain't interested. You can't call me. Give me your address and then fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs> Is the statue made of gold? No, it's not, right? No. It's not they, made they of any fresh metal. Dirt and, and mud. He's like, I don't want this dirt statue. Yeah, yeah. Why did he think that was worthwhile stealing that statue's head? Historical artifact. Uh, so the statue itself... Is Don also from that village, though? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They all seem to know him. Yeah. Yeah, at least George knew him. Mm. But George's dad knew him, because he's talking to George's dad. Uh, the statue itself is what the movie's named after, which is Ongbak. So the statue is Ongbak. I don't know if you can call a statue a name other than Buddha. Yeah, you can. Yeah? Yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, I, Buddhism's pretty cool like that. They're just like, do what you want. Just don't eat meat. Maybe it's a, is, is Ongbak potentially a uh, Thai, like, like deity? Ong, I know Ong is like a title reserved for like, you know, like royalty or, you know, like a, a nobility or something like that. So Buck is, you know. The name? Yeah, Buck is the name. So at the risk of offending everybody from Thailand and Cambodia, let's, let's call a statue Antonio Inoki's chin. <laughs> 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 so somebody stole Antonio Inoki's chin. <laughs> Uh, it was pretty big. It was, yeah, it was huge. Took and made of stone. Yeah. So they had to cut that shit off. Um, and then, uh, obviously, Tony Jaa says, I will go and get this statue's head back. But gotta, I've never left this village before. It, it's funny, because they're like, without the head, our crops will all die. And, and literally a day later, they've got no water. <laughs> yeah. And what'd you say, Scott, about the well? The well? Yeah. I was, oh, you yeah, said yeah. a pretty funny thing during the movie. Said, wow, it looked like green carrot. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, yes. The uh, the water they're pulling up is uh, literally a day later. Yeah, all the the fields are barren. Yeah, this is like dead grass everywhere. There's an old lady who is so upset, beside herself with this head of the statue disappearing that she almost faints and passes out. She looks crazy. If anyone's seen the Dark Crystal, she's like the puppet ogre. <laughs> she's like the yes. yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to point out as well, he was training earlier. He uh, he was told by his like master slash boxing coach uh, that he needs to like never fight for money. You can only fight for like self-preservation or really important things. You can't fight for money. Because I did it one time and I killed a motherfucker. And then I had to come out here and become a monk. <laughs> you don't want to fucking do that. So all the cliches here. And I'm, I'm, it's so obvious and so... Oh, he's also got like a girlfriend, but she's not really a girlfriend because he's planning to be a monk so he can't actually have a girlfriend. 
But she definitely wants to go to Bone Town. Uh, no. I don't know. I thought she was like a bit younger than him and just like infatuated. Is this the one that gives her the coin? Yes. Fuck, she's like 12. I know. I she's barely remember her She doesn't have seven children in like a year. So everybody's crying. The head is gone. The village is ruined. Tony was like, oh, I guess I'll go get it. <laughs> so they all give him all this money and no pressure. But here's all, our, here's all our money and all our good stuff and this ring and... It's no, like he's... No, no pressure. Literally, it's like he's in an RPG and he's being... He's like their last hope. Yeah. <laughs> you he's, are our only hope, hero. <laughs> he's Link. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will find Zelda. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it is exactly that. <laughs> like an awful... So now we cut away to town, big city, capital city. Where is this, Scott? This is in Bangkok. It's in Bangkok, yeah. Yeah? Uh, and you're introduced to, what's the guy's name? Hung Lee? Hung, Hung Lee. Hung Lee. But, but he's changed name to George. Oh, he's changed to George. He's a, he's a city slicker now. And forget the village, you know. It's foregone his Buddhist roots. And he's got a really annoying friend. Oh, the girl. Uh, May. Oh, she's so oh, annoying. It was called May. Is he his, her uncle? Or is he just nah, her he's, her? she's just a street urchin. Oh. Well, if, he, if he's from the same village... Then, yeah, they've got to have no interaction with each other apart from... She's not from the village. No, no, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from George's. the village, so they can't be related, or he would also know it, because the village has like 12 people. I assume they're just in shenanigans together. Yeah. 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 They, they get up to mischiefs, which is how we're introducing them, because they're trying to rip off some bad motherfuckers. Yeah, they bet unreal, unreal drugs. Not unreal as in great drugs. But but fake. Fake drugs. To, to win in a, uh, what's it, motorbike race. Motorbike race, which we do not see, which would have added too much excitement to this early film if they had showed us a motorcycle race. Yeah, we might have thought it was a motor vehicle movie as opposed to, like, a martial arts film. Well, it turned to Initial D. Yeah. Initial so, uh, we. So, uh, <laughs> May is Pomori and she's only been in a couple movies too, so... Yeah, I can understand why. She's young, she's spunky, but she does have a bit of an annoying voice. Or at least whoever dubbed her, if they dubbed her, has an annoying voice. It's, I, like, it's not so much that I didn't like her being in the film, although she did add almost nothing. Um, <laughs> You're waiting for her to get into a fight and kick someone's ass? Yeah, house? I was waiting for that something. Really happened? All she does is whine and have bad things happen to her. <laughs> it's a bad life. Well, she is, I think she is the, um, like, their conscience. You know what I mean? Because they can't. He already has a conscience. He's pure as fuck. That's the problem, though, is that he can't show emotion, whether it be because he can't act or because the script doesn't call for it. So they have to have her as a surrogate to be like, I'm devastated with all these horrible things happening. But and she then, keeps doing horrible shit herself. What horrible shit happens to her? <laughs> I'm a gambler. Oh, she's she's, a, she's a, a gambler as George. She's a street urchin who's yes. just surviving. Yeah, but then she shouldn't whine so much when things go badly. She won't get all deep and meaningful. That's kind of interesting, like... If you want to go down, she's his uh, emotion of good and humbly is his emotion of being a prick and he's in the middle because he's so pure. Mm. He could he'd go either way. Maybe I'm just overthinking. Because <laughs> he, he's a bit of like a, what do you call it, like a Mary Sue? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a bit of a Luke Skywalker. He's literally inserted into Bangkok and destroys the whole place. <laughs> <laughs> there are no more tuk-tuk drivers. <laughs> yeah, fuck Bangkok. <laughs> what street's this in, Scott? You know, the main... Oh, uh, they're showing an area called um, Khao Road, which is uh, apparently very popular with backpackers and has a lot of... I remember being there and being, like, a lot of food and shops. I think this place is cool. And, and people are like, oh, that's where the tourists go. Like, I don't know. It's true, because in this film, there's a lot of forests that are depicted in this film. I don't know. I've never been to a place... I've never been to Thailand, but I've never been to a place where I'm like, 
someone tries to, hey, come on, and I see death fights going on. I never see death fights. I never go into a bar, like, come on here. Where, the, where there's death fights. Yeah. Kumba Tech, Kumba Tech. That's always what I think about when I see these, like, Thailand is just full of people just having death fights. Maybe it's not the Golden Triangle for that. Maybe it's not in Bangkok. No cockfights. That's <laughs> so funny. Whenever, whenever I hear the term cockfight, this is a segue. Whenever I hear the term cockfight, I remember there was a comedy show, a comedy movie that I used to watch, and the cockfight literally was two guys fighting each other with their cocks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because that's another very that's obvious show. That's something that Leslie Nielsen kind of making a game joke, right? It was something that I saw when I was young and impressed. Do you know they're going to try and reboot that? They can go. Fuck, they better not. Nah, Seriously? Leslie Nelson, what are we coming Yeah, Seth, Seth MacFarlane wants to reboot it. <laughs> Who would it be? It's going to have Liam Neeson in it. Mm. Which, yeah. like, people didn't people didn't think Leslie Nielsen could be funny until Airplane. So maybe... Get the straightest person you can find that makes yeah. him really stupid. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. Hear me out. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is a genius in the <laughs> <laughs> you should just be left alone to make whatever. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. He's got like a Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff movie coming out real soon. I bet you it's going to be great. All the kids will watch it. So we're in Bangkok. So we're in Bangkok. And, uh, Color Out of Space, also great. Humbly, Trump impression the whole time. Humbly cups a beating because he's... Yeah, well, he's he stole... Um, he stole Ting's money to go bet on these fights. That's what I want. Yeah, that's a great scene. He's like, he's like, fuck you, I don't know you. Fuck you, then he hears his money. He's like, I'll come into my house. Like, he's he literally like, hears that, cling, one coin. Oh, come on in. <laughs> have a shower. So they go up there and he's like, you stink, man. You gotta go have a shower. And he's like, he literally doesn't seem to understand what a shower is. Yeah. Like he's looking at the basin. He's like splashing water in his head like a monkey. <laughs> then why he's doing it like that. It's weird. It's suspicious. Yeah. Then why, is he, why didn't, if he was suspicious, why didn't he just... Take his bag. He's a rude. No, trust everybody. Yeah, be rude, man. It's like I don't trust you with my wallet. Why? You think I'm a thief? Oh, I guess you're right. I am a thief. (laughs) (laughs) You were right to suspect me. (laughs) Oh shit. So George disappears, and then fucking Ting starts running. Flips out the window. He does. He does like. Oh, that's right. He flips out the window to follow him. Yeah, just use the door, you peasant. He didn't have a shower though, so maybe he's worried that maybe he's smell. used to a world that doesn't have glass in its windows. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> moving pictures in it. Oh, I feel bad. I feel bad ripping on him like that, but it does feel that way. He seems like such a peasant brute. And that's what they keep calling him. They keep calling him a peasant. But he is dressed... It's like a man outside of time. He's dressed kind of like appropriately. He's yeah. not wearing uh, sarong. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't show up in town wearing a sarong. He's not a monk yet. I guess. He's wearing casual clothes. He is. He's wearing like a would be better if he was dressed like a monk. <laughs> yeah, that's... No, no, no. Fake monks. Yeah, they're always asking you for money for, like, fake shit. But he's, he's just asking you for a Buddhist head this whole time. Isn't that going to bother anyone <laughs> That's for money? A, I'd be like... And just be going up to everybody, everybody, I need the ombak head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd be like, I'm used to you selling shit. This is a really sophisticated scam. <laughs> What's going to come next? You need my phone number to no, give no, you... No, no, no. But if you... If, but do you know what's his name again? The bad guy? Don. Don. But do you know what Don is? <laughs> the scam is getting more sophisticated. I don't even know what Can Don you leave means. Me to Don? Jesus Christ. Just leave me alone, alright? Just leave me alone. I don't want to buy your PS4. Just <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who know, Rachel's mic just went in my ears. Oh, sorry, because the whole thing just fell off. Oh, okay. oh no, that's not Do we need to go shopping and get new mics as well? Maybe just my cables. I don't know. Whatever. Let's keep going. All right. All right. We're at the we're at the Fight Club. 
And this looks like the best bar ever. People are having a good time. They're serving drinks. Women are like the, the barmaids are like literally just pouring as much booze and everything. They don't oh. care. It's like pina colada on tap or something. It was incredible. So you were like titties, man, and it's the best bar ever. And I was like, look at all these these foreigners. Ew. There was no titties. I didn't see any titties. Yeah, there's no, the titties. I mean, like covered up titties. Oh, covered up flat, titties. Flat, flat, oh. covered up titties. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not titties, Rachel. It's <laughs> just clothes. It ain't titties unless it's a C cup. I don't know. <laughs> I was more interested in the fact that they seemed to be pretty liberal with that alcohol. They were very liberal. Do you remember when we were in Bali and we were just sitting at the table and some chick was walking on the tables like pouring tequila shots? No, that, I wasn't there. Oh shit! That's what they were doing. It was the best time ever. I'm sorry, you weren't there. <laughs> you know that Street Fighter movie that came out in like '94. The live action one. Yeah. Totally. And at the start, they're at that, that weird fight. They're all fighting the battles. You mean the, the one with Van Damme? Oh, yes. the Van Damme one, yes. That, that's that's a better version. Ongbeck is the better version of what that should be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I did kind of want them to, while they're in this bit, for them to have just edited out the bad actors and just put in Van Damme blood sport scenes. <laughs> so they kept cutting to the people fighting in the ring. I thought that would have been funny. It would have worked. It yeah, would have worked too. So he stumbled into some uh, underground fight club, I guess? It doesn't seem very underground. Overground? Yeah. On the, on the ground. On the ground. On the ground floor. In a factory. And that's in a bar. In a bar. Yeah, but then we don't see the bar anymore. But then we're, fight pit. We're introduced to our proper evil villain at this point. Wheelchair voice box man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a... Uh, he's got cancer, I guess. So he's had his voice box removed. Yeah. And he's like speaks through... What, what are those things called? A microphone on... A modulator or something? Yeah. yeah. Voice modulator or whatever it is, but... I love I love these guys because there's two of them. They're obviously like the two gangsters in this town, and one of them's always getting patted down because he's always helped by his sexy ladies, and the other guys are surrounded by moots, and the, they're betting against each other. They're like, "Oh, a million on this, a million on that, whatever." Ha ha! And I love the fact that like Weasley dude just keeps winning. It's the best. It's one of the best things in the whole film. Yeah, because he he just looks like the biggest kind of sleaze bag. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when uh, the big bag. But he also doesn't do anything bad. He just keeps winning money. When the That's big, true. When the big bad guy laughs, the voice boy is like. <laughs> it's like a printer. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's called an electro larynx. Oh, electro larynx. I do like his main mook who sits behind him. What kind him. of move is that you think, the electrolytics? kind of move. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you do the caterpillar and smash your throat up against like a jukebox? <laughs> oh, my electrolytics. Fuck. So who's this guy? As he Okay, so uh, I didn't hear him call this, but apparently the, the guy with the larynx is called Comtuan, and that's uh, Suchao Pongwilai. The main mook. Yeah. Yeah. Then mm. out there numbers in a South Park. <laughs> it's coming right for us. It's uh yeah, but when he laughs, it's kind of creepy. There's a guy, um, his main henchman, he's got this like he's got this forever scowl on his face. He's just like, oh, I'm looking it's at like you. A, it's like a tiny, stocky hulk. He's huge, he's like Goku. He's, he's like, like, he's, like he's like one of the guys from Angry Ranger. I know you didn't see it, Nathan, but you know that had those four guys in Angry Ranger? They're yeah. kind of small and scowling all the time. Yeah, he's just, oh. And he has this terrible kind of moustache. It's like a bad moustache, which I guess is a good moustache if you're a henchman. Maybe they compare moustaches. They're just like, oh, <laughs> my moustache is way bad. He's got cool I think that's actually how he, the, the boss will choose his henchman. It's not so much anything else. It's definitely got the best moustache. you got a good sneer. Yeah, yeah. People don't want to fuck with you. Look at your moustache. 
if that's the way you treat your own face, imagine what you're going to do with other people's faces. Would you uh, permit me to name the fighters in the Fight Club? I know we haven't seen all of them yet. But, Please uh, do. Well, should we just go through the fighters in the Fight Club? Because story-wise, yeah, we can go through the main So beams. the story is kind of, let's just finish. He finds a fucking head. Right? <laughs> Jesus! Spoilers! He finds a head, humbly dies. <laughs> he, okay, so... You find out that everybody's interconnected. Uh, Don is banging the sister of the chick who's annoying. Mate. Um, George is, is part of that, like, is from the village. He admits to it. He's dad, blah, blah, blah. It's not really important. The thing, George has this, a redemption. This movie, none of it's important. It's all leading up just to the fight sequences. He finds the head. That's all you need to know. George redeems himself because he's been a piece of shit this whole time and keeps trying to get him into, like, fighting for money and a bunch of other, like, hijinks. And uh, the sister dies. The end. I will, I will say, though, that Tony Jaa does have a, a character arc where instead of not getting into confrontations, he then realises that Tony sometimes it's worth fighting. Some things are worth fighting for, like protecting your countrymen, um, protecting statues. Heads, statues' heads, stuff like that. And the real loser ladies. is May because she loses her sister and her friend. And George, uh, Ting's like, got to go back and be a monk. So I don't know what happens to her. I think she's there at the end, actually. She's got her college tuition paid. No, no, no. But she, oh, you're actually, right. she's in the village. She's in the village during his swearing in. Like, not swearing in, but you know, whatever. Yeah, the procession or whatever. Initiation or whatever, yeah. yeah. She brings some concepts like food and creature comforts. <laughs> like elephants. You know, yes. people, you know people say, oh, I've had a shit day and she's the only one who's actually allowed yeah, to say that. she's allowed. She's had quite a time out there. <laughs> Ting's like, man, I, I really hurt my foot. He <laughs> did get cut by that fucking saw pretty He did. Alright, shall we go through notable moments? Uh, can I yeah, just say that George slash Humley makes a noble sacrifice. He does, he does. Although I'm, not pretty, I'm pretty sure they could have saved him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we can't take you to the hospital. I'm still good. He's uh, <laughs> getting late and elephants. <laughs> You're not going to make it. They cover up his face. Right, I'm so, still alive. So club fighters, we've got Mad Dog, Pearl Harbor, Lee, Big Bear, Toshiro, and Dr. Sack. Dr. Sack. We don't know Dr. Sack. I know Pearl Harbor was the first one. Pearl Harbor was the first guy. Yeah, but I thought Pearl Harbor was fighting another guy with, this, with an Americanized... Maybe that was Dr. Sack. Dr. Sack? No, I'm pretty sure Dr. Sack was the guy who just kept throwing things at everybody. No, nah, that was Mad Dog. Pearl Harbor's the guy in the jumpsuit, like the racing jumpsuit yeah. at the beginning. And uh, that fight doesn't last very long, though, because Tony Jaa... They build it up like this guy's a great fighter in that. And Tony Jaa is like, oh, what's going on? I just want to fight... I'm just going to go over there and get my money. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Just got to get some money. And then he basically, like, the guy rushes him and Tony just does uh, a standing knee. It's a standing... I did a kick at this point. It's, a, it's actually a kick. It's a, it looks like a roundhouse kick if you do karate, except that it's actually a knee. And, and it's, very, in the chest. it's kind of more... Yeah, his hand's almost on the ground. It's yeah, kind it's of like, like diagonal. Thing. Yeah, so it's very much like a roundhouse, except that it's knee. And he just knocks him the fuck out. Like, that's, that's the end of that. And then everyone's like, whoa, look at this guy go. He's full and, of heaven and, vinegar. And the dandy upstairs is getting uh, the sweat down. He's yeah. like, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, he gets the sweat there because he's like, literally, he was, he'd lost the last one. And he was, and the other guy's like, fucking, you said you're going to win 10 to 1 on the next. Because he was like giving him shit, like 10 to 1 on the next one. He's like, yeah, right. Do you think I stole that bit from like um, the, Bill, the second Bill and Ted movie where Death is challenging them? Best three out of five. You're damn right. <laughs> Now you made me think of a better movie, Scott. Oh. Actually, so we'll, Focus Journey is not a better movie. Yeah. Excellent adventure, might be, but Focus Journey. We can go through the other fighters and see, because I know that there's some other shit that happens. We'll deal with that later. Who's the other fighter? 
Uh, oh, who's the? Oh, wait, no, isn't um, who's the boxer guy? That must be. What was the name of the last one? Sack. Doctor Sack. Doctor Sack. Toshiro. Yeah. Big Bear. Big Bear. Yeah. So I think. Oh no, Big Bear. I think Big Bear is. Big the, Bear's the guy with the, 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 the frizzy long hair. Yeah, he's the one that goes fuck Muay Thai. Fuck Muay Thai. Big uh, Australian, I don't know, wrestler boxer guy. He's like, yeah, that's why you Thai guys are a bunch of wimps. I kicked all your asses. This goading Tony Jaa to fight, and it's like, and your women suck too. And your food shit. It's like we hate Australians. Australians? I don't know. It's like English to me, but who knows? It's so authentic their portrayal of Australians in Thailand. That was that was like method acting. They they let him stay for two weeks before he did the My face is about to expire. This fight, this fight actually opens really well because Tony Jaa. Kicks it up <laughs> with a uh, uh, a kick to the guy's face. It's called a teep in uh, in kickboxing, and it's basically just like a push kick to the head, which is apparently very disrespectful. Um, oh. And then it continues on with Tony Jaa just elbowing and kneeing this guy. And Muay Thai has always been one of those martial arts where I'm just like, your joints are precious and valuable. Don't use them to break shit. They're precious. Well, you ain't going to be walking or moving or doing nothing when you're fifty. Yeah, like you know, I've bumped my elbow slash funny bone a couple of times, and it's you're like you're on the ground, like oh, it's, it's it's really bad. So he's using his funny bone to smash people on the top of the head, and like oh, your arm would be all numb. <laughs> That's bad. one of the things you have to overcome as a kickboxer. It's like fighting the gag reflex. It's like get over that <laughs> funny elbow reflex. You can't. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. But he doesn't. The thing is, this this fight. Is good. Mm, is it good? It's good. Well, it's a good start. Um, it ends. I, Tony Jaa does like a double elbow yeah. to the guy's head, which I've always thought, you know, the leverage opportunity. It just ah, it just doesn't work. But it, it was good because you hate the Australian guy because he said fuck Muay Thai, and then he's just like a real. I hate his wig. Yeah, his... he's flying backwards. I'm like, just just rip it off. He's clearly bald underneath. Well, the reason why they all have weird wigs is because Tony Jaa's elbowing them in the head. So they needed something to cover like the fake helmet that they So you're really hurting us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do look a bit like, yeah, a bit elevated. Yeah, no, yeah, like them and the stunt. All the guys that get coppered in the head, they're all wearing like weird wigs. Or hats. Or hats, yeah. Um, so after Big Bear, then it's Toshiro? Yeah, Toshiro yeah, yeah. walks straight in. And he's like, I don't know, like Tokyo High School. Yeah, he's wearing that... Um, he's got like the puffy... I don't know what you call it. The frizzy, frizzy perm. Frizzy, yeah. He's got, yeah, because he's, he's also hiding like a helmet under there. But he's also in like, I don't know, what are they called? Like a, I don't know what they're called. It's a uniform. It's like the sailor uniform, whatever it's for guys. It's like, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's kind of like, if you if you look at him, I think he's kind of a taekwondo expert. He's very quick on his feet. Yeah, he keeps changing things. his stance. He's all about, I'm going to run around. Almost kept were esque. Yeah, he's spinning around and he's got like, um, he does the splits, he comes into the splits, and he's flying around everywhere. Uh, and Tony Jaa, there's some really nice footwork going on from both of them. Lots of counters, Tony Jaa does a lot of like um, spinning kick counters and stuff. Really well done. The actual martial arts is really good in this. Um, but I won't go through a blah, blah, blah. My, my problem with these fights isn't so much that they're bad, or that they're not a so showcase of Tony Jaa's immense skill. My issue is that he doesn't get hit very much, or at all. He seems to have an easy time. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, when he's fighting Mad Dog, he's getting hit with everything in the kitchen. No, but that's what I mean. But in these two, like, three fights, True. none of those guys, I don't even think, land one hit. Well, they're, out, he's, they're outclassed. In their defense, they just start, they just finished fighting, so they're probably a bit tired. No, but that other guy, the, the, <laughs> well, the guy we were just talking about with the... Tashiro? Yeah, he just came in. Why didn't he get at least one decent hit? He wasn't very good. Nah. But he was just as fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's always just establishing that he's very, very good, and then you yeah, let then, him start getting. But the thing beaten. is, he's hit by other people later on that are not fighting. He's been fighting for three days straight, Nathan. He's tired. Give him a break. He's only a peasant. He only he's ate fine. once in that room. He didn't have a glass of water or anything, so he must be and a bit taking a shit or anything. Yeah, huh? and it was probably vegan, so he's got no protein. <laughs> fine. <laughs> So he beats Toshiro with a flying knee to the chest, which, holy shit, if there was any way that I don't want to be hurt, it's a flying knee to the chest. Tiger knee. Can I strap up an electronic larynx to your, electro larynx to your balls? (laughs) (laughs) That's a a tough call. That's a tough call. (laughs) This really hurts. (laughs) (laughs) My balls. My balls. Uh, so after Tashira, is it Mad Dog? I think I yeah, want to say it's Yeah, pretty Mad much Dog. straight away after that, yeah, he fights that. But that's yeah. not all at the same time. This is in two separate sequences. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, Mad Dog is like this guy who looks like Adam Sandler and comes it in. It looks like he's wearing a fake beard, like a drawn-on beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like his nose. He's giving, I, don't, I don't mean this to sound weird, but he's giving me like like a man, a woman playing a man a little bit in the face. Kind of. He is heavily made up. Yeah. Yeah. But his fighting is just like, he just throws shit at Tony Jaa. Yeah, he's not a fight. I don't know why they thought he was, like, he's like the bad guy's ace in the hole. Yeah. And he's just like, my ace in the hole means I definitely am not getting paid out on this fight. Because no one down there who put money into this bet is going to fucking be happy with the outcome of this. If he wins, all his winnings are going to go to replace all the furniture he broke. That's right. Is it even his bar? No, surely not. Nice. No, because they destroy the place. He like Mad Dog, whatever the fuck his name. He rips signs off like electric signs. Off he the rips room. fucking fridges out. Yeah, that's right. And full respect, because Tony Jaa is kneeing and elbowing fridges yeah. <laughs> and chairs and pots and just inanimate objects. Everything, everything. Smashing tables, smashing chairs. Yeah. Smashing fridges. Random, random thing is like uh, I don't know. That like Mad Dog's tattoos reminds me of like the Triple X. Insignia. I just keep looking at it. I don't know. I can't help myself. He so, does. Oh, man. No, it's the lamest I've got a tribal tattoo tat. Oh, man. It's so fake. I think it is fake. It has to be fake. He gets killed. Not killed, but he gets defeated by being thrown out of a window. And then need. And, and then need. Doesn't the boss give him a knife? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. You disappoint me. Here's a knife. Here's a knife. Yeah. That's not a knife. Fuck Muay Thai. Fuck you, a knife. So he obviously beats all those people, and then someone gets kidnapped right after that fight. Right? Did he get the money back? No, we're, we're, there's two fight sequences. We went over. We, oh, sorry. We blitzed. We blitzed like eighty-seven percent of the movie. Well, no, no, we went through the fights in the arena. Yeah, but, but they were two separate fight periods. Yes, they are. They are because uh, there was also a parkour sequence, which I thought was pretty fucking. Yeah, there's too. a parkour sequence where they're being chased by some people who want to kill George. Yeah. That was great because, like, pretty good. That was better than the stupid club fight. Any kind of like, we're moving this thing across the road, and here's my food guy across the road for ten seconds. (laughs) Here's a here's a circle of here's a here's a circle of barbed wire. Barbed wire. Jump through. Here's some hot hot like oil. Jump over it. Here's a literally there are two glass panes that he has to flip in between. Yes. Interesting story about that because he he does a jumping. uh, I forget what the actual move's called, but he does a jumping somersault. 
uh, between these two very narrow glass panes. And when he was training for that stunt, he was training obviously by himself between two glass panes. But when they shot, he's wearing his sash. And he hadn't accounted for that, so he still had to do it. But he was like, ah, oh, shit, I've got to do it with a sash. Still did it really, really well. You know what's even better than that, though? It's where George grabs a really big cleaver and scares everybody, mm -hmm. and then a lady comes by selling knives. That's good, yeah. <laughs> nice, that's, that's, so, that's a perfect example of do, don't, don't, just, you know, what do you call it? Show, don't. Yeah. Don't tell? Don't, yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's, it's really good. The fight, there's lots of character moments. Tony Jaa does a little bit of break dancing, even. <laughs> Spinning on a table, kicking people in the face. There's a scene where he jumps onto someone's table, flips up and jumps over like they're preparing food. And his feet like land just right. You see the, like, the tracking shot. He doesn't get anywhere near the, like, the flour and the meat. It's like, oh, the precision on that was incredible. Yeah. It, there's, um, there's a few things that Tony Jaa does or did in that film that have now, now they're just part of like everybody does them. But there's one where he does like a, it's a jumping, spinning kick. So he's going one way. But then as he goes over the guy's head, he comes back with a kick the other way. Like, fucking Scott Adkins, everybody does it now. But that's the first time I'd ever seen anyone do that. Um, and some of the, like, the acrobatic moves that he does, like when he's spinning and he's kicking people in the air, like, that shit is just like... That, it is very pretty to watch. and just keep thinking, man, you got for a vegan, you spend in a lot of calories. <laughs> that's right. I don't know what I'm just vegan. I don't know where, where this comes from. Oh, I just made that up. Oh, okay. yeah, sorry. I'm going with the joke. Not, not until, you know... He's a confirmed, but yeah. Also, this movie has lots of gags, and it's a lot way more funny and goofy than I thought. Like, not like it's coming for hustling. Did you did you forget that? Like, I, I honestly thought that that stuff ended a lot sooner than it did. I didn't realize the funny shit went all the way through the movie. Yeah. I, went, I kind of think I may have watched again a different edit where lots of that shit's cut out. Like most of that involves Humley slash George, but it's like the the lady with the knives and <laughs> like it's just oh that's so funny. Like what <laughs> and and the. Oh, it was my first stand. Oh my god, oh! Just... Yeah, the head shoved in a bowl of chili. Oh, it's pretty amazing. good. You know what? Uh, I, I just want to take a moment and talk about um, George's outfits, which are amazing. Dress shirts slash work shirts. Yeah, he's wearing like combat boots, military fatigues, with a rock shirt on. Cut off Thailand Foreman, Foreman. t shirt. Yeah, yeah he's wearing already. a Thailand tourist shirt you buy. Yeah, he's actually, I'm pretty sure in that parkour scene. He's wearing a pair of jodhpurs, which is like horse riding pants. They're like weird brown, kind of, they're, they're, they're cool. Which he cuts actually jumping over some knives. Gives himself like a, uh, what would you call it, a, a knife wedgie. Hmm. Oh, that sounds more painful than it was in the film. Also, at one point, he has a patch on his shirt, so it's Foreman Doug. <laughs> what? Foreman, Foreman Doug. Doug. Oh, that's great. What's his, um, what was his uh, performance name? It was a weird something balls or... <laughs> what? Is they like he, he like as a comedian because he obviously he's a famous comedian and he's got like a, a few different pseudonyms that he goes by. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll Google that. Uh, yeah, we'll come back to us. So there's another sequence in here that's pretty great. After uh, whatever her name sister dies, there's a chase sequence with about fifty thousand tuckucks. High octane chase sequence. So so Don jumps down and tells all the there's like infinite tuck tuck drivers out the front of his house and like. Stop that guy! <laughs> Sorry, I, I, get, I get what you mean. So keep going. Oh, oh. It's, Stop that guy! And they always just go, okay, boss. And they'll just get in the tuk tucks and destroy their like life's work in these tuk tucks, just blowing up everywhere. There's so many exploded tuk tucks at the end of this. Sorry, man. This street that they're driving down as well is like barren of cars and completely like smooth, no potholes or anything. Yeah, where's the traffic jam? I don't know. And there's no like, you know, motorbikes with families of 12 sitting on them. 
It's crazy. It's not tight. Like so the, the, the guy we were talking about, uh, Comley, he's credited mainly as Marvin Jokmok. But uh, in this movie, he's, <laughs> his name is weirdly translated to as Dirty Balls. Dirty Balls. Dirty Balls. So he probably doesn't have showers much either. That's uh, in Islam, which is like a, a Thai dialect. Dirty balls. And then, not, uh, well, yeah, sure. Uncle Dirty Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from him. <laughs> At least you can smell him. Oh, oh, oh. His whole is like, I'm going to help you. Oh, just, just wait a couple of days. I'm going to do this. Okay. Oh, I know what done is. I'm going to do this. Uh, no, can you hang on a bit? I'll, I'll pay you back later. Give me some money. Don't give me some money. Give me some money. Don't give me some money. He's yeah. hustling. But he's, he's, lost. he's a bad hustler. Yeah. He's an awful hustler. That's why he deserves to die. Oh. That's why he does die. After being redeemed. So, yeah. I'd love, can we just spend a little bit of time on that tuck oh, tuck yeah. There's at least 12 people die in that bit. <laughs> Exploding touch us. <laughs> and there's a little bit at the start where they're all taking up and he's like, oh, we're going to speed this up. So they're all driving and then they drive out really fast for like three seconds and then it goes back to normal speed. Yeah. I also like that um, they do essentially ninja flips in the tuck tucks. Like some of them balance on one wheel and flip it around. Yeah. Other flip, like do complete somersaults in their tuk-tuks. Makes me think that tuk-tuk ballet should be a thing. It is pretty funny, the, uh, the, the tuk-tuks. Everything that you see in like a high-speed Hollywood chase happens with these tuk-tuks. Yeah. Pile-ups, crashes. Do you guys know what the... Um, Jumps onto the roof. The, do you know what a Robin Reliant is? It's a car in the UK and it's got three wheels. It's got a front... I do know what that is. If you've ever seen like Mr. Bean, there's a, a <laughs> rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that because those cars are so easy to roll. These tuk tucks, once they take a corner too quick because they only got that one wheel at the front, they just fucking flip over. <laughs> it's hilarious. There's that one fruit stand that they smash into. Yeah, we were all like, oh, that fruit stand. Because they said they dodged it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Oh, it's a sacred fruit stand. No, like, is there is there a guy still in the tuk tuk when they're all sliding? Because it's just like they just go sliding, so I can't really tell. By then, whether the people have just exited the vehicle. Yeah. Or there's still a stunt guy going along the road. Yeah. Sometimes it's probably like, light enough that you could just ratchet him like you could have stunt man. Yeah, probably. It would have been funny if they all crashed around the fruit stand and then like one apple rolled off or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, durian, oh, and they ran away. <laughs> yeah, it would be funny. Again, you drop a durian and everybody just disperses. <laughs> yeah. George has got a durian he's running at him there all the bad guys are running away <laughs> I still want to know if you explain if you drink coke and eat a durian is that a thing is it <laughs> an urban myth I'm sure it's on YouTube <laughs> if you eat durian if it can be done I remember having a death wish for Tony Abbott to eat a durian and uh, drink some coke oh shit that's a very specific <laughs> death wish but it's going to yeah. be hard to do is that because you were threatening this whole time he did, he did eat an onion he did eat an onion that just means he doesn't have a sense of smell. <laughs> Maybe durian's his perfect food. Could be. Okay. Well, anyway. That's enough of Australian politics. <laughs> Are we going to talk about this car pile up, this tuk-tuk pile up off yeah. the end of an unfinished bridge? Yeah, so there's, a, there's a un uh, unfinished freeway. This Everyone's like, fuck it, we're going forward anyway. I'm like, it's unfinished. The guys are putting cones out to block the road off. And they go, oh, and they crash through it. I was like, I bet the bridge is out. And they go in the corner and they go, oh, the bridge is out. <laughs> <laughs> there's like four or five tuk-tuks that go over the edge and they just don't crash. Explode, no, they don't explode. And uh, George is actually on one of the tuk-tuks getting rammed off and he actually, or him, his stuntman, does a great <laughs> kind of like leap from the falling one onto the actual tuk-tuk that's pushing. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does look like a massive drop though. I mean, it would be more like a painful drop. It wasn't like you'd fall down and go yeah, explode. Yeah. It was like off the you, roof. You probably house. live. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be in pain though. Unless you fell in a fucking rusty tuk-tuk beam. Unless you got exploded by the plane. 
Well, you need those tuk-tuks again to shoot the next scene, so... <laughs> you can't destroy them. Yeah, because they're going to get blown up in the next sequence. That was pretty funny, because... How does the tuk-tuk... There's a tuk-tuk that gets driven up into the sky? Yeah, so what happens is, is there's... Tony Jaa's tuk-tuk goes underneath a bunch of poles? No, not poles, like pipes. Oh, yeah. Right? And it takes the roof off of his car and his shirt for some reason. And then um, it's... But his momentum makes it swing, and as it comes back, it <laughs> smashes into the next ones that are coming and makes them explode and one flip up in the air. Yeah, and then there's like a fiery tire. That and it kills seven people. Yeah, tire goes away. Seven tuk-tuk drivers. Fucking tourists are walking everywhere that day, I'll tell you. All right, for clarity, because I'm a details man. Tuk 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 tuk. What are we going with? Tac tac. I'm going with you. Bow. Tuk tuk tuk. I'm going with. I'm going. Tik tock. I'm going with Lord of the Rings on this one. I'm going tuk 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 tuk. You said tuk tuk from the start. I know. I'm just fucking it up. Fair enough. There's actually. I'm going to defer. I'm going to defer to the person who spent at least a week in Thailand. So it's either you or him. I've got a beat. I I I am historically. Uh, Southeast Asian. So I want to say historically, <laughs> I don't, I don't ancestrally, ancestrally. Um, actually, ancestrally. No, I won't say. Um, I will say though that there is a great Australian rap crew. I forget the name, but they have a, an album, a single that's released. It's called Four Barangs and Tuk Tuk. Here's a story. Four in the morning. Four in a Tuk Tuk that's stolen with the rain of the old gods. Uh, which is, uh, has a Cambodian sample in it. Barangs means foreigners, I believe. White people. Barung? Sorry? Barung? No, Barung. So four Barungs in the tuk-tuk, which is, funnily enough, Barung is also uh, another word for a French onion. Barung. Means... Yeah, Barung. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to fact check you here. Yeah, four Barungs in the tuk-tuk. Check it out. Straight All right. Crew. All right. Yeah, well, while Scott's checking that out. This is fucking some great dead air we've got going here. Shit, yeah. So, the tuk-tuk scene. Anything else you want to say? Explosions. No, that's, we're pretty much done there. So, we may as well move on. Yeah. Uh, we've already talked about the fight sequence that comes after that, which is in the one of the fights in the place. I think the next sequential fight scene is the one in the boxing ring. With yeah, the, that's what I mean. Group. Yeah. So actually, the next one is uh, Mr. Injector, who's taking the drugs. Yeah, meth or something. Out in the fucking golden triangle, and he's and uh, they're betting, uh, and it looks like uh, Tony Jaa Ting is like said he's gonna to get the head back. He said he's gonna like lose the fight. He's gonna yeah throw the fight. Yeah. So he loses the fight against. I don't, so I don't understand why that guy took so much meth. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Why? Maybe he just likes meth. Yeah. So this fight's not I'm great. Sure, what is roids? It wouldn't work. That's yeah, not how roids work. Yeah, but roids don't work like that. The only thing it could either be meth or it could just be like an anesthetic. So he could, could, you, could just be a painkiller. Yeah. Yeah. Or just some kind of stimulant at, in its own way. He looks crazy eyes though. Yeah. You see someone on meth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's meth. It's, it's definitely some kind of stimulant. I'm going to go with a stimulant or a really good painkiller. Yeah. Astronomy class. Full barang in a tuk-tuk. Astronomy class. Is that the Australian rap outfit? I don't know. It's just what it says. It's a the There you go. Shout out to astronomy class. The album's called Mekong Delta Sunrise. Yeah. Came out in 2014. Fucking listen to it. It's fantastic. All right. All right. It better, it better be banging. It's pretty banging. It's full baranging. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So he, Mr. Ting loses this fight uh, pretty badly. He does put up a little, it makes it look real a little bit, but essentially gets his ass beat. I missed all that about the whole um, lose the fight. I must have, was it a big, I don't remember that. Must have fallen no, that was the deal to get the head back. They, Not um, just the head. They also, one of them also, like I think the girl also got kidnapped into a van. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I must have missed that. So he had a lot of leverage. They had a lot of leverage. So, and, but when they when they go to finish off the deal, the head's not there, and then they're going to just kill kill him and George. And it's like, ah, make it quiet. Wait till I leave. Then we get a cool fight sequence that ends with flaming legs. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Incredible. But I will say that a lot of stuntmen took some pretty big hits like this. Tony Jarr, I think, punches or kicks one guy in the head who then bounces his head off the shelf. Yeah, and then stuff falls off the shelf. So yeah, it's pretty <laughs> hard. It's crazy. There's yeah. a guy who gets his fucking helmet broken into. Well, yeah, with the Tony Jarr knee to the helmet. That's helper. Don, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don coughs it. But the the, the flaming leg scene is... Uh, so Tony Jarr... Oh, Tony Jarr does a flying knee into a door of a ute, yeah. um, smashing the guy in the ute. He out comes the out the other door. door. Yeah. That's, that's great. Actually, you know what? That is cool. That was a cool move. I don't know how they... This whole little bit is... Like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's better than any of the stuff that happens in the fight sequences in the, like, in the boxing ring sort of yeah. stuff. Like, in the matches. Well, this is action. This isn't really choreography. It's not a fight as such, but it's, like, creative action. I think it's pretty choreographed. There's explosions. Okay, it's choreographed, but it's not, like, a, a choreographed, like... It's not a one Interaction, yeah. It's not, like, a fight fight. So Tony Jaa is uh, taking cover behind some barrels. And we all know you don't do that when there's no. one red one. Right? Yeah, 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 that's right. It was red ones. Video game yeah. logic. Um, but they do take the moment to show that when Tony Jaa flips over the barrels to hide, his feet get doused in gasoline, in oil, some kind of flammable liquid. And then the guy shoots the barrels, they all explode, and, and he's like looking for them. And Tony Jaa leaves off screen with his legs on fire. Through a wall of fire. And yeah. kicks him in the head. Apparently doesn't injure him at all. Yeah. Well, his pubes were probably singed. He's flying through. <laughs> Everybody was like, holy shit, his feet are on fire. Kimmy's like, oh, we're gonna do that one again. The camera wasn't ready. Oh. And, then, and then there's the best joke in the film, where Tony Jaa was like, I can't risk anybody else's lives, but he has no idea how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> They did actually, I just want to go back here, they did shoot multiple takes of that flaming kick. They do that a lot in this film, actually. They, they, it's very old school in that way where they've shot it from like three different angles at three different speeds. Yes. They it's do a, that it's a very Jackie Chan, Chan thing to do yeah. right, the, the same shot. Well, you want to see it. You want to yeah, see you're it. Gonna, if you're going to get a like, stuntman injured, you want to see that <laughs> as many times as possible. Can we, you, touching what you said about a stuntman being injured, if you look at these people in these fights, whenever Tony Jarrah has beaten people up, there's some live rounds getting shot in there. Oh, yeah. Because people aren't going, oh, I'm flying around. They're going, their head is coming back. There's some snapping. There's some real pain in there. And the movements are, that, that's a real shot. That wasn't, oops, that was a clunk. <laughs> that was meant to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have to do this for the film, bro. Clunk. We're going to need you to go ahead and take a concussive blow to your face. And they're trying to bite it for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all that's right. right. Go get yourself a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> So he drives away. George gets on the drives in there because he can't obviously. On the back of the bike. <laughs> well, this is the realization of George. This is at this point. George then is like, "I am now reformed. Like I will do anything." He's reclaimed his name of Humley. I'm not George anymore. Humley. 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 From the village of whatever. Yeah, Pring Purdue, which comes up a couple times. I don't remember. Yeah. So they go. They go to this um, cave where they they know where he is for some reason. Oh, because Don tells them where he is. And you find out that there's a giant Buddha in there, and they're cutting it up because he wants to sell it. And there's a guy in the wheelchair. It seems like a bad place to be in a wheelchair. I'm just saying, a craggy cray cave does not seem like a good spot. It's good that they made a wheelchair accessible, though. Yeah. I, guess <laughs> I wonder how much time his henchman spent on that. No. For some reason, his voice has come good. Yeah, he's yeah, whispery instead of like electronic. Yeah, instead, he's, he's like Rachel's right. He's like, 
is kind of a bit croaky, but he's still clear. Yeah, he can still understand him. Which makes me think the whole thing is an affectation, just to piss off the guy he bets against. <laughs> the dandy? Yeah, I can talk fine. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm not talking to you. You have to listen to the robot voice. That guy lives, right? The, the dandy? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, thought, I thought he got shot. No, I thought he got shot too, but he doesn't. Yeah, it's funny that you... Th- I thought that. Uh, like, I thought that the guy got pissed off at some point after he kept losing his yeah, show. I didn't realise he invited him to the Golden Triangle to win more money back from him. Yeah. But I still don't think he'd be out of that much money. No. I think, think he's up still. Yeah, well, you don't know what their betting history is like. Well, I do. I do know that. I do know that that will try to share guy bet wrong this time because he's about to get fucked up. Yeah, because you never bet on. Oh, I was gonna say you never bet on black, but you never bet on. Fuck, always bet on Tony Jaa. <laughs> mm. I tried to repurpose a Wesley Snipes quote, it didn't work. No, you can't. Well, you can go to some uh, dodgy <coughs> class-related issues there. <laughs> anyway, I don't think we're gonna touch on that. Yes, I will say I have a problem with this scene. The last, the, the finale, because they're shooting in a cave. Fucking awesome location, no lights. Yeah, so the film grain gets all fucked up. Dark as shit. I also have a problem with this film because uh, he loses his superpowers. Oh, you mean that he actually gets injured? A lot. He's been fighting for like three and a half days now. His feet were on fire. His feet were on fire. <laughs> yeah, and it's dark, can't see shit really. Doesn't he get, his, doesn't he get a change of clothes in here as well? Uh, no, his his pants are still kind of ragged at the feet where it was burnt. Okay, and I also find it weird that he fights a guy with like long brimmed hat because they're in a cave. Why is that man wearing a big wide brimmed hat? Falling rocks. It's called a hard hat. It's called high vis. No, it's not, man. It's like a woman's hat. <laughs> it's just a, what? It's a peasant's. Yeah, it's like one of those rice paddy hats because the fucking pebbles they fall from the sky yeah. and they just rain right it's, off. It's gender neutral. Yeah, man. <laughs> right, fine. Definitely not class neutral though. Uh, and if you need an extra bucket, you just send it upside down. I'm gonna carry rocks. So there's definitely two layers to this. There's like there's the outside guards who are dressed normal, then there's the inside guards who are all in black, and then and one of them's led by a crazy eye man who looks like a bit like a vampire. It reminds me of Jaws from the Bond series. <laughs> he's like really big too. He's this tall guy, and he, he's got a sword and he fucks up Tony Jaa's. These guys are all the best fighters. Like there's some really good fights here. Yeah, there is. And it, this he is the big. I would call those big double saws yeah. to cut down trees right in the wrist and it's like oh god the sound as well is like this oh, it's, it's rough doesn't seem to bother no he goes he's gonna get a little cut the guy's back cut that's why well, he does need to take his special magic drugs and yeah at that point he does take drugs so the whole anti-drug message is completely fucking out the it, it was a bit it was like a um an organic drug. drug. Yeah, it was artisanal. I'm yeah. not taking that away from him, but yeah. it's still a drug. It's not. Yeah, no. It's, it's not like it's like saying it's man, man, local man. shit. It's, it's not that uh, chemical stuff they get from uh, the. the <laughs> I chew tobacco. I don't. I only do the most organic of drugs. Yeah, she's popping. Give me the weed. No, this amphetamine. Yeah, that's right. And then, uh, but I do love. He has another fight with the bag. The guy who beat him up in the ring, who he lost to. And when after he's beaten him up, he gets like seven syringes and just shoots him. <laughs> yeah, it kind of cuts away. He's like, ah, I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I need all the meth right now. And then Crane's like, he's more artificial than me. <laughs> this is Christ. This is a great opportunity for him to showcase like lots of different martial arts and weapons because he uses things from like swords to poles. Who? Uh, Tony Jaa. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He yeah, starts a sword. Hey, yeah, he does. He, yeah. he steals a guy's sword, and he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's. I thought he went from. I went, thought he went from a staff. He grabs a staff. Yep. He breaks his staff. Then he uses curly sticks, essentially. Yep. And then he uses those tongue-looking things. I didn't see him with a sword. Yeah, he, he took a guy's sword. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I mean it's a shitty little machete thing, but it's one-handed. Yeah, 
And then he gets, yeah, the what were they, Tom Fizz or something. Yeah, they look like Tom Fizz. Yeah. And he's just hitting people in the head, left, yeah. left right, center. Again, legit hits. Yeah. People are getting hurt. But as soon as he's beaten that level of bad guy, he leaves them behind like he's finished that level of Double Dragon and he can't <laughs> take the bas- baseball bat all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. No. It, it goes up, up the level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at some point, George gets fucked up. George does get fucked up because he's fighting a guy and the guy is way better than he is. <laughs> and he gets his arm broken. Oh, that was that so That happens a little shocking. later because George sort of disappears for a bit. George gets his arm gets his arm broken by the same guy who cuts to a ting with a, the saw because he inter- interrupts the saw killing and and then the guy's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. So he just breaks his arm and leaves him. Oh, you know, lesson is drink your milk, kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Build up your Calcium. Bones. Bone density, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and Tony Jar is obviously upset that his mate uh, has had his arm broken, so he then breaks that guy's leg um, <laughs> horrifically as well. Uh, does he kill him though? I think he's just. I think after breaking someone's leg, you're like, yeah, good I, enough, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So long as they're incapacitated, you don't have to be the jerk. I don't think he kills anyone, does he? Uh, I don't know. Those tuk tuk drivers died. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm pretty sure. laughs> he didn't kill them. He didn't kill them. They, that, that was just they an just killed themselves. <laughs> Uh, Again, uh, that didn't make a lot of sense to me because at the end of that sequence, they find a bunch of statues, right, that are hidden under the water, and then police get involved. Which police would even in you can't tell me that even in Thailand, the police are not going to be like, "How many people died in Tuk Tuk incidents today?" <laughs> We're probably better look into that. Round up everybody who was involved. Give us the numbers. There's some paperwork to do here. Tuk Tuk fleet is reduced by twenty percent. I just don't believe that the the, the Thai police are that incompetent. That was off screen. They did shit. They did shit. You saw how empty that room was? There's a whole investigation. I still think Tony Jaa is probably in prison somewhere. <laughs> nah, he went to the village. They don't even know where the village is. It's like the, the, it's the like village is outside of Thailand. <laughs> it's like the movie when you have the children run off and then there's no parents around, so they just do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. So, fuck. so, getting back to the actual bit we're in, these are all great fights. This sequence in the cave is fantastic. Oh, this is, yeah, some really astonishing moves that Tony Jaa does. That fucking finishing move to the bad dude, where he like he he like essentially goes straight down with his knees, holding the his ankles. Yeah. So he's, he's like a V. I was like, how <laughs> yeah. did he do that? Like, down I go. Hold a mattress down there. And there's a real dude under his knees. Like you know, jump in a board and you do like bombing, like a cannonball. That wouldn't be a good bombing though, because you're going real smooth. Yeah, it's too smooth. Or like a peg leg or. A- Cannonballs. Yeah, it's like it's like a single, it's like a double pegleg. <laughs> yes, it is. It's designed to cave in somebody's chest, <laughs> is what it is. Uh-huh. And the dude is definitely underneath that. What, is there a drop door? I was like, I, yeah, can't, yeah. I just can't imagine how it works. Smashes him. Drop door plus maybe maybe Tony Jaws on a rope. Uh, no, I think he's no wires. No wires. Yeah, serious. No, it was one of the things that they that wanted to do. Said so no wires, no CGI. It's like there's definitely CGI because I saw CGI blood. And, oh. and coins. And coins. And coins. Yeah, fake, fake coins. Oh, there you go. You can run a pink cow and just say, fuck you, the CGI bitch. <laughs> Those coins were fake. <laughs> and Tony Jar's like, my legs were burnt, bitch. Okay. Those okay. coins hurt. There's a couple of um, really cool uh, Tony Jar moves where he, he kicks two, two different henchmen with like a jumping with a spinning kick in a row. And it's just the speed of it was yeah. just phenomenal. It doesn't look sped up. No, no, no. I don't think it was sped up. He's just that quick. These are the bits, though. It, like, I, I really appreciate the way these look. And it doesn't bother me with other people for some reason. But when you do two flips instead of just one flip, I'm like, you're just wasting power. What it's are true. you doing? It's inefficient. Showing off. Yeah. yeah. It's the power of Buddha. It's wrestling logic. The more you flip, the faster and more impactful it is. 
<laughs> people watching go, ooh, I better not fuck with him. That's like when you spin around into a clothesline as opposed to just running into a clothesline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I keep thinking of that. <laughs> Get it? Uh, so, yeah, this fight keeps going. At some point, it's just down to Tony Jaa and Dude in Wheelchair, but Dude in Wheelchair has a gun. Uh, no, he gets rid of the gun, doesn't he? And isn't he about to smash? He shoots the fuck out of Tony Jaa. Oh, yeah, he shoots his shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. How do they get rid of the gun? He's a cripple in the George? George. Oh, George. Poor He's still alive. One arm, George. George. Is then, it, no, actually, I don't, is it George? Yeah, it's George. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then the Buddha's head goes, and rolls down on both of Yeah, no, but that's, and then he also gets beaten by the guy in the wheelchair, George. That's why George dies, not so much because of anything else, <laughs> but because he got hit by a very weak man with a sledgehammer. Yeah. I yeah. still don't oh, think that yeah, would have killed he, anyone. He fucked him up with a sledgehammer. The internal hemorrhaging. I don't think that would have done it. I think George has just got some internal bleeding. Probably if you get him to a hospital within like 10 days, he'll probably be fine. <laughs> no, no, they can't do anything for him. It's over. You know, on, 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 on crush injuries and squash injuries. Like but he wasn't under the, He wasn't under any of that. You could see by the thing, he, he didn't get killed by anything. He was next to the... the he rolls off. As, the, as the, um, the, the Buddha's head was rolling down in karmic destruction of the guy in the wheelchair, George rolls off. You see him do it. Yes, he does. See, it's CG, actually. A CG George rolls off. Fake Maybe George. just things with Tony Jaa don't have CG. Okay, no no CG for Tony Jaa. You mean I have to set my legs on fire? I'm sorry, Tony Jaa, there's no CG for you. <laughs> Here's some coins for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest you wear some really thick underpants. But they have disappeared. They were CG too. Yes, he, he shrugs off getting shot in the shoulder like it was like, eh. Yeah, eh. No CG there, Tony Jaa. You're really getting shot. Sorry, buddy. Can't afford the budget. Oh, shit. No bakery. And that, that's the end of the film, isn't it? That's then the dude rides an elephant. The yeah, end. Yeah. They go back to his town and, oh, the grass has grown back. No more yeah, uh, in the world. To wrap up a couple of subplots, like May gets the money from the deceased sister who dies because uh, Don's a shithead. Yeah, Don wasted a lot of drugs. Oh, he filled her mouth with cocaine. Whatever I assume it was. Cocaine. I assume it was heroin. He did a lot of shot of drugs, didn't he? A lot. There's a lot of white powder drugs. Oh. It's just so he could do a very long shot of his most evil face. It was, yeah, he did have a good evil face. He's a good slimy shithead. Yeah, you know. A good like mid tier bad guy. It's a waste of drugs. Yeah, man. Again, she was she was like, I don't want to do drugs. I don't want to deal drugs anymore. He's like, you'll fucking do deal the drugs in here. Snort all these drugs. He'd, like, he'd be a good wrestling character because he's he's sinister when he needs to be and sniveling when he needs to be. Yeah. So he'd be like a heel manager or something. You got it. Yeah. Right. He's done. It's good. So if you could do <laughs> anything in this film. I already oh. have mine, I already have mine. Alright, go on. I, I would fly knee close the door to a car. <laughs> Not my car, because I'd fuck up the door to my car. But somebody else's car, I would fly knee that shit closed. Alright. Close the door, kid! Kapow! Great. So you're saying if you got like all the groceries from your car, like how can I, sh- instead of using your butt to shut the door, yeah, you knee. But then I'd be like, where do I put the groceries now? You get keep them in your hands. Yeah, huh? You hands. get them out of the car. Yeah, yeah. all right. Fly knee. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to open the front door? <laughs> uh, fly knee to the front door. I'd knee a lot of things. But again, my joints precious. Mm. Sorry, go. If what? you could do anything, what would you do? Oh, is it Rachel's? Did you ask yeah, you gave me no answer. I don't know. I was just waiting for you to stop talking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Some of the things I was like, I was wondering how on earth did they do it without wires? Like, they do the double flips onto the ground and stuff like that. But anyway. Um, go through a market quietly <laughs> <laughs> in Thailand. Uh, don't touch me! <laughs> 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 I 
grab grab my ankles and double knee stuff. Scott, don't do it! Don't do it! No! Knee slips. It's hard because a lot of it does boil down to knee that dude in the chest. You know what I mean? A yeah. lot of it's just. So if you've, you've chosen a knee and you've chosen a knee and you've chosen a very comedic answer, I think I'm going to go with a serious answer. I want to knee someone through a window. Ooh, that's pretty good. As we fall. You want to knee them through the window, through the window. or do you want to push them through the window and then finish them off with the knee mid-air? That one works too. There's yeah. a lot of little hits like that. If you're not paying attention, you might not notice like that, the extra knee out of the window. And there's a lot of little bonus hits. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon like um, you could sharpen your kneecap, make it an even more dangerous weapon? No, that sounds bad. That's not like a bad bet. idea. I think the best you could do is wait for a pimple to grow on there or something. Like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just disgusting as well. <laughs> that's as sharp as it's going to get. Yeah. I got another one. What? Leave secret messages all through my movie. Oh, yeah. Secret oh, messages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon that's a big fuck you to the director, though? It's just like, we have a director, but, you know, Steven Spielberg, if you watch it. I think he was like, please give us money. <laughs> please work with me. So what, there's a, a singer in the background says, was it high? Spielberg, let's work together or something like that. There's one for Luke Besson as well. Luke Besson? Yeah. We're waiting for you or something like that. Notable directors. Notable. And what's the, the stunt you think would hurt the most? The stunt that would have hurt the most, I don't know, man, like lighting your legs on fire, pretty fucking rough. That's sketchy as, I don't know if I'd want like, to. I'd be afraid to do that in a first world country. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'd be even more worried to do it on a set without any, like, Anesthetic. real. Antiseptic union like yeah. conditions. Yeah. You actually you know what? Lighting his legs on fire, pretty rough. The guy getting kicked in the head Close, yeah. yeah, with uh with legs that are on fire. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Anyone else? No, I think you nailed it. I think it's that guy. Yeah. Trapdoor still wins for me. Oh, it's the guy on the bottom of the knees. Painful. Take any moment where Tony Ja is elbowing someone on the top of the head. That's got to hurt for Tony Jaa and the guy getting oh, My thing with that though is Sam Trout, I think they're all wearing helmets. Yeah, the helmet guy, I mean, that would still hurt. That yeah. Still, yeah but still you see their face, that... There's, um, there's a few moments where a guys get kicked. Tony Jaa, like, the, the, Tony Jaa doesn't have the same impact or visually the same impact, I think, as some other fights because of the way it's edited because they don't cut, short, they don't take frames out so you don't get that impact. <laughs> Uh, but there are scenes where he kicks a guy in the head and their neck snaps back and you're like, that is a real fucking hit. Yeah, he definitely hit a few of these people real. There's one um, shot in the cave where he's got the pole and he basically does like a full swing over the guy's head. The guy's knocked the fuck... Oh, actually, no, that's right. He puts... Um, he covers their head with a jacket. So the guy's probably wearing like a full full helmet and he just goes to town on this guy's head. I was like, oh, man. Even with a stack hat, that would, that's got to hurt. So I, I like this movie, and Tony Jaa's character, Ting, is like the rubiest rube, but Bruce Lee did it in The Big Boss and had a bit more charisma and a bit more character to it. And I know he's playing like this pious orphan from the burbs, and he's going to save the village, but I feel like... Isn't it the other way around in The Big Boss, though? He comes from a city and goes to a shitty town. Isn't that the way it works? Sure, but he, he's he kind of the same thing. He can't fight. Right. I don't want you to fight. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's still being he's got those conditions. He can't be doing this. So doing I, I think Tony Jaa did a good job, but I mean, at the end, he, he got beat up a bit. And not that he ever has to be a flawed hero or anything, but it was kind he's of like... Jet Li. Yeah. Oh. He's like the... <laughs> yeah, the, the big... He's not taking too much abuse. And 
I feel like a little bit more of that and maybe a bit more acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah make <laughs> but I haven't seen any of his other movies though, so make it more of a relatable. But I mean, incredible athlete, incredible stunts, incredible fighter. Those knees look vicious. I still look back on this, and I know Jackie Chan was doing a lot of that parkour, jump, jump, jump stuff. But that bit where he's running through the the market, that that always hit me as like when I when I first saw it, when I did see this movie when it first came out, that did strike me as being something kind of unique. It was very parkoury before that was like a big thing everywhere. I know there was that French movie like Thirteen Area Thirteen or something shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time I was like, oh shit, this, guy, this is going to be a thing that's in films now, all yeah, the time. because it looks amazing. Yeah. Very kinetic. Uh, I will say, Scott, in, in relation to Tony Jaa's acting, you're right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know there's been that many films, but in Triple Threat, it's probably the best Tony Jaa that I've seen because he, is, he actually is a character in, in Triple Threat. Apparently, the, uh, the other on-backs are sequels or prequels, sorry, to this. So. Oh shit, if you want to see an action film... Ong Bak 2, fucking batshit crazy. It's up there, probably second only to The Raid 2. Is it second to Meatball Maniac or whatever that movie is you watched last time? Different film. Very different. Yeah, <laughs> you should watch Meatball Machine though. Is that so real? And eat a hot dog while you're doing it. It's when we stuff 10 meatballs in your face at once. <laughs> Make sure you're eating the hot dog around, what, 20 minutes in a minute? 20, 25 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah. Or listen to the podcast. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, Am what? what do you think of the movie? Like overall? Yeah, this, I mean, watch it for again. Watch it for the stunts, not the acting. But that's the whole point, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like every action film that we see. <laughs> the thing is, when you when you boil a lot of things down, right, there's no there's not not much humor in this film. There's a there's a humorous sidekick, right? I disagree, but go on. There's a humorous sidekick. There's a couple of humorous gags, but it's not a comedy. No. It doesn't have much of a crazy plot. It's got a very straightforward plot. It, it literally feels like one of... It's what you just said. It's like the big boss. It's like there's nothing to it. There's almost nothing to it. It's just a bit to stage these very good action sequences. And there's nothing wrong with that every now and then. The end. Bruce <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're right. I agree. Like, you, you don't always need the super... You know. But watch it for the amazing stunts, I suppose. Yeah. You know, it's a, you, know, you know what you're getting. You're going to enjoy it for those bits. Admittedly... You could probably watch a best of clip on YouTube or something like that for like forty minutes and get everything you need. You wouldn't get the emotion of. But you wouldn't get the emotion of him not acting at you. I was pleasantly (laughs) surprised at how goofy it was, and the end song was pretty great. Oh yeah, yeah. Should we put it in here, right here? If I can find it, it'll be faded in shortly. Yeah. Maybe with a few eagles and a few. (laughs) So that was Hong Bak. If anybody disagrees with our views, feel free to write in on any platform you want, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, and just remember everybody, stay safe and fuck Muay Thai! Fuck Muay Thai! It's a whole movie of him running into rooms going, where's my elephant?